Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Thursday, January 27th, 2022. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include the Fed signals rising rates, the rent is too high, and Netflix lands a fan. Those stories and more coming up, but first, let's check markets. Equity futures are slightly higher, with S&P 500 and NASDAQ 100 futures up two-tenths of a percent. Dow futures are flat. The yield on the 10-year Treasury is 1.83%. Oil trades at $89 a barrel. The dollar is stronger versus the euro at 111 and higher against the Japanese yen and the British pound. Bitcoin trades at over $36,000, and gold is $1,811 an ounce. At midday in Europe, the stocks Europe 600 is down two-tenths of a percent. Stocks in Asia were down overnight, with Japan's Nikkei 225 index down 3%, and China's Shanghai Composite index falling nearly 2%. Stocks making moves before the open include Xilinx. The shares are up 5% after China's antitrust authorities approved advanced micro-devices plans to purchase the company. AMD shares are lower by 3.5%. Teradyne tumbled 16% pre-market after its profit guidance missed analyst expectations. Shares of Block are down 2% after a report said that Apple is planning a service that will let retailers accept payments on iPhones without the need for extra hardware. Shares of Northrop Grumman fell 1% after reporting fourth quarter profit that beat expectations, but sales that missed. McDonald's shares are lower by more than 2% after the fast food giant reported fourth quarter earnings and revenue that missed expectations. Shares of McCormick are up 2% after earnings beat estimates and raised its guidance. ServiceNow shares are up more than 11% after beating Wall Street's estimates on revenue. Shares of Tesla are down 1% after reporting Q4 results late Wednesday. Coming up today, we're looking for earnings from Alaska Air, Apple, Altria Group, Crown Castle, Danaher, Dow International Paper, JetBlue, MasterCard, Mondelez International, Nucor, Valero Energy, and Visa. The Bureau of Economic Analysis releases its preliminary estimate for fourth quarter 2021 gross domestic product. Pending home sales data is set for release at 10 a.m. Eastern, followed by the Kansas City Fed Manufacturing Report for January at 11. Now our top stories. The Federal Reserve has signaled its intention to raise interest rates in March, the first increase since 2018, underscoring the central bank's effort to fight inflation as opposed to shielding the economy from the results of the pandemic. The Federal Open Market Committee yesterday noted the strong economic recovery and solid job gains in recent months, laying the groundwork to quickly tighten monetary policy in an attempt to halt the rise in inflation. Traders are now pricing in five rate hikes this year, and the Fed also sped up plans to wind down its bond buying program so that purchases end in early March, a few weeks earlier than planned. The cost of rent on average was 10% higher in the U.S. in 2021 than in 2020 and growing five times faster last year than it did in the first year of the pandemic. That's according to Realtor.com's monthly rental report. By December, national rents had the sixth straight month of double-digit annual increases. The national median rent for a one-bedroom in December was over $1,600. That's up 20% from the year before. 
And Netflix shares, after dropping 30% over the past week, rose more than 4% in after-hours trading Wednesday after Bill Ackman, head of the Pershing Square Capital Management Hedge Fund, disclosed that his firm has bought more than a billion dollars worth of the company's stock. Beginning last Friday and over the next several days, Pershing acquired more than 3 million shares of Netflix, quote, making us a top 20 shareholder in the company. That's according to a note from Bill Ackman in a letter to the hedge fund's investors. In other news, the price of oil surpassed $90 a barrel on Wednesday, its highest mark in eight years, as limited supply coupled with the prospect of a Russian invasion of Ukraine sent energy prices climbing. U.S. soybean futures rallied to their highest level since June. Viterra, the crop trader spun out of Glencore, is paying more than a billion dollars for Nebraska-based Gavilon's grain business from Japanese trading house Marubeni. Tesla reported record annual and fourth quarter profits Tuesday in spite of supply chain challenges, and the firm says it expects to continue with those challenges throughout 2022. Tesla delivered more than 900,000 electric vehicles in 2021. That's up more than 80% from the year earlier. Shares of Lamb Research sank 6% in late trading Wednesday after the chip equipment supplier reported worse-than-expected fiscal second quarter revenue and third quarter guidance. Intel reported better-than-expected results and delivered upbeat guidance. It raised its quarterly dividend 5%. SL Green reported Q4 funds from operations and total revenue that missed consensus estimates as occupancy rates in the REIT's Manhattan same-store office portfolio slipped during the quarter. Lending Club fell nearly 20% in after-hours trading. The lender said Q1 net income could come in lower than previously estimated. Deutsche Bank beat expectations and posted an increase in fourth quarter profit. The bank is paying a dividend to shareholders for the first time since 2019. Tractor Supply boosted its dividend by more than 75% and added $2 billion to its share buyback program. Comcast said it added fewer broadband customers in the recent quarters, but announced an 8% increase to its dividend and increased its share buyback plan to $10 billion. Shares of Southwest Airlines are up seven-tenths of a percent after the carrier reported its first quarterly profit in two years. The results top forecasts. Southwest Airlines also said it will add at least 8,000 employees this year. Blackstone's net income nearly doubled in the fourth quarter. It raised its dividend more than 50 percent. Samsung Electronics forecast a recovery in global tech device demand in 2022 after reporting its best fourth quarter profit in four years. The European Central Bank has warned lenders with significant Russian exposure to ready themselves for the imposition of international sanctions against Moscow if it invades Ukraine. Meta Platforms, formerly known as Facebook, is winding down its plans to build a cryptocurrency payments network and is selling the technology. Washing machines, refrigerators, and other appliances are likely to remain hard to get this year as COVID-19 infections continue to fuel supply chain problems. That's according to Whirlpool's chief executive. The company increased production to meet higher demand, but the Omicron variant has extended staffing challenges and order backlogs. UBS said it's buying the online wealth advisor Wealthfront for nearly $1.5 billion. UBS said it would pay cash for the digital platform. Wealthfront has $27 billion under management for nearly half a million clients. Senvest Management, the hedge fund that reportedly gained 85% last year, largely due to its long position in GameStop, is now said to like Capri Holdings. Capri Holdings is the owner of Michael Kors and Versace. 
and Spotify has sided with its podcast superstar over Neil Young. The musician gave Spotify an ultimatum earlier this week, saying he refused to allow his music on the same platform as Joe Rogan. The Heart of Gold singer accused Rogan and his podcast of spreading false information about COVID-19 vaccines. Spotify reportedly paid more than $100 million to be the exclusive home of Rogan's show. Young, meanwhile, stands to lose about 60% of his streaming income from his stance, this according to a statement on his website. Homes selling for $10 million and up saw record demand last year in South Florida and New York City. The median price was $14.5 million in New York and nearly $16 million in South Florida. That's according to the Serhant year-end 2021 signature report. New York City had the highest number of contracts ever signed for properties $10 million and above in 2021, which was more than the number of contracts signed in 2019 and 2020 combined. And a Tennessee school board voted to remove Mouse, a graphic novel about the Holocaust from its eighth grade curriculum, because of concerns over themes and language it deemed offensive. Art Spiegelman's 300-page graphic novel, in which Nazis are depicted as cats and Jews as mice, received a special Pulitzer Prize in 1992 and recounts the experiences of Mr. Spiegelman's parents in Nazi-occupied Poland and later at Auschwitz. The development emerged ahead of International Holocaust Remembrance Day today, marking the 77th anniversary of the liberation of Auschwitz. At 7 a.m., equity futures are slightly higher, with S&P 500 and NASDAQ 100 futures up two-tenths of a percent. Dow futures are flat. The yield on the 10-year Treasury is 1.83%. Oil trades at $89 a barrel. The dollar is stronger versus the euro at 111, and it's higher against the Japanese yen and the British pound. Bitcoin trades at over $36,000, and gold is $1,811 an ounce. Coming up today, look for earnings from Alaska Air, Apple, Altria, Crown Castle, Danaher, Dow, International Paper, JetBlue, MasterCard, Mondelez, Nucor, Valero Energy, and Visa. The Bureau of Economic Analysis releases its preliminary estimate for fourth quarter GDP, and pending home sales data is set for release at 10 a.m. Eastern, followed by the Kansas City Fed's manufacturing report for January. That comes out at 11 a.m. Thanks for listening and have a successful day. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.